Hey everybody, welcome to our brand new Journeys with Jesus God podcast, where we share our highs and lows of our lives, journeys with Jesus, deep testimonies, personal stories, fabulous devotionals, and much, much more. This is an uplifting, faith-based Christian podcast for anyone of all ages to tune in and become blessed. If you know someone that might be interested and encouraged in hearing the word of God, or to come along and be uplifted for your day, then this is the place for you. In his word it says in Romans 10, 17, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. I hope and pray that this podcast uplifts and touches your hearts and helps you throughout the day. May the Holy Spirit guide, provide, protect and convict you while working alongside you as you face any troubles and struggles you may be facing throughout the day or that you might be going through. In Jesus' name I pray, Amen. Journeys with Jesus for a while, but I've just been listening to a powerful sermon. Just forget religion for a minute, okay? Just forget all the works and stuff you're doing. Just sit down and and just listen to what I'm about to tell you, okay? Just just sit down, okay, and just listen, okay? Um, I really need to soak it up in this message. Um, There may be some things that you're going through currently. God knows. There's maybe maybe a family member that like, keeps putting you down constantly. God knows. Maybe a friend that you're trying to reach out to that is has a hardened heart and keeps pushing you away or doesn't want to know anything about God. God knows. There may be a family member that is going through cancer or or some diagnosis and she doesn't know what to do or or who to turn to. And you're just there to help her and encourage her about God. Or just be there for her. God knows. There may be um, I don't know, an elderly parent or someone that, you know, is just going through some difficult time. And, you know, that maybe a bit stubborn and you're trying to help them. Or, or this, there's something going on between you guys. Uh, God knows. There may be um, a brother or a sister or someone that you are close with that just the, the relationship just keeps failing god knows there, there just may be an illness or something or something that you just don't know what what it is or that you're living in poverty or there there just might be shortage of food or you're struggling financially or you're struggling with a friend god knows God knows. He knows. He knows destruction going on around in this world. He knows. He knows there's like lots of flooding or homes that have, have been destroyed by certain events in life or um, I don't know, by a fire or what. I don't know, but we, we blind that in Jesus' name. But like, there's been some kind of hurt in your life, there's been some kind of trauma. Um, there's been some kind of devastation, there's been some kind of heartbreak, there's been some kind of breakup, there's been some kind of disappointment, there's been some kind of rejection. God knows. Um, so let me tell you something personally. I'm going through, um, well, 
I always knew that I was the odd one out of my family. I always knew that I had some type of gift, but I never knew what it really was. Like I would be, I was always drawing, always making music, always being a bit different. I was always just a little bit different from my family. I'm the only child in my mum's life. And the thing is, I never really got on with my mum. I would just have like outbursts and things, and I just feel like with all the other mums in the world, I'd be a bit jealous and wonder why can't I have that affection, that relationship with my with my mum. I never really felt that I had that relationship with her. It's not your fault, and it's certainly not theirs. It's not their fault that they couldn't love you the way you see other every other mum love their child and you want that love. You know, God knows that. God knows where you're from, where you've been. Even when you try to find that sort of pain relief for yourself and you've looked at certain content to get that relief, God knows. God knows that you're emotionally wounded, hurt all the time. People misunderstand you, you're bullied at school. You're treated a certain way among your other siblings and they're like the golden child and you're treated a certain way. Your family put you down, call your names, call out all your appearance. God knows. God knows. God knows exactly what is going on in your life right now. And he knows you're hurting and he knows you're in pain. But yet, you want to help people out there. You want to sponsor a child. You want to help a donkey. You want to sponsor a cat or a dog that's been badly abused. You want to even help a neighbour who's struggling. You want to give and give because you know what it's like to be hurt and damaged inside. You don't want anyone else to suffer. You want to sponsor with a charity. You want to give. You want to go to a church and serve. God knows. He knows. He's seen it from the beginning. This all stems from our first parents, this dysfunction, this pain, this heartache, this trauma. This all functioned from the very beginning of our first parents, where sin happened. And it's happened from generation after generation after generation. Maybe God has called you or put that work in you to destroy that work of darkness in your family, that dysfunction, to bring them out of that bondage, to bring them out of that depression, the anxiety, the pain, the unforgiveness of people, of families, the grudges, just everything that sin has stemmed from. So if you're going through something like this or similar, God knows. He cares so much about you. And I never thought I would even even do something like this or even sometimes I don't even know what, what to say on the next episode of Journey with Jesus. I Jesus, sorry, I mean Jesus, sorry. But I mean sometimes I don't it, it sounds funny like Jesus, I think Jehovah Jesus, sorry, yeah. He's the same anyway. Um, I'm just saying God, so maybe that might be the right, <laughs> the right way. That's not the right word. I don't know. So like sometimes I don't even know what to say in the, in the next message. Like I just let him lead, let him guide, let him. Like, if a thought comes into my mind, I'll just, you know, if I'm going through something currently, I'll just type on Google and see what comes up, and then 
the complaint first or do what going on with a family member or a friend and then I'll get inspiration from the Lord and then speak. Or it just could be just something on your mind and I never where do these thoughts come from? They don't come from nowhere. You know, I don't know why, but I've just been going down a rabbit hole of looking up what what a false prophet is. I don't know why. And I'm not coming from a place of accusation or a place of, you know, whatever really. People don't want to understand or, or, or even go there. We won't. If it hurts the listener. Well, I mean, we won't. We want to expose the truth, yes. We want to correct someone that who is listening to a false prophet. But we want to do that in love. And not accusation or... You're doing this wrong, like, we've got to come from a place of love. Um, and also lots of discernment and lots of prayer and fasting. Because sometimes maybe your judgment on that basis might not be true. So we need to use discernment and wisdom and ask God to help us in. If we think, or if we see or feel, or there's something not quite right, go back to God and pray about it. Because obviously, the people we look up to, we honour them, we want to serve them. And if it's truly a man of God, you don't want to do it all or point fingers at someone that you look up to. Like a family, you don't want to call them names. How would that make you look? You know? Anyway, put that in prayer if, if that's relatable to you. So, um, personally, I'm going through uh, the situation at home, and most of my life, I've always felt like different from my main family. Um, but I'm recently going through something else, anyway. So I searched on Google, um, just like how to deal with a dysfunctional family um, as a Christian, you know? Because if you're some of your family members are safe, but yet you're praying for them, keep praying for them. Um, anyway, yeah, anyway, so I just searched, searched that up and then I found a couple of sermons about dysfunctional families and the love of God and so I just started listening to it and I, I will link, I will link the link in description because you can pay, it says you, you can pay for it but it's for free, so like if you buy it for free, you can buy the mp3 for free um and i've just started listening to it and um the whole it's like a 40 minute sermon and i need sermons like that in my life you know you need certain sermons that are relatable to your current situation right not uh sermons about building a church or tithing or just stuff that doesn't really apply to you you need to find sermons that apply to you with god related scriptures and test the spirits because sometimes what you listen to may not be biblical so but this was well and truly biblical um he brought up scriptures he told us to read through the bible as he was preaching um and it, it was really funny because he said go to romans 5 i went on my ipad the last scripture i looked at was at romans 5 um so that was really interesting i was trying to search for it i was like oh we're already on it so interesting isn't it God led me there. 
he we don't really stumble across if anything is god related he actually guides you and shows you and then he speaks to you through that thing that he wanted to guide you god will always guide you that's what i found out i always i always find something relatable or if you're seeking and seeking and searching he will definitely show you so i was obviously looking for an answer about why part of my family or this the way of this lifestyle is so dysfunctional it's because of our first parents that brought sin into the world and it's after generation after generation now why is this is why family fallouts and grudges and sin and lust of the flesh lust of everything you know we all hurt um i will read out the scripture now because um I, I felt God's presence like so much when the when the sermon ended. So it's like Romans five two. Death through Adam, life through Christ. Therefore, just as sin entered the world, this is NIV, through one man, and death through sin. And in this way, death came to all people because all sin. To be sure, sin was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not charged against anyone's account where there is no law and you know what guys i we need to find sermons that actually break down the scripture because i've he- I've heard many sermons that will will say will say the scripture but don't literally like break down on what it means and and also i've also noticed that this pastor gave analogies analogies that's it analogies on his experience and his life and then applied it to the scripture or what relatable his life was and, and and i noticed that literally i was writing down so many things that i was actually saying at church when i went to church earlier on it was like relatable things basically the summary of your relationship with god is that he wants to give you good things and he wants to give you a blessed abundant life you know he says have it when jesus came down it says um for grace you have been saved and then something about like he wants to give you life more abundantly like better you know it's just like well i know that we're going through lots of crap but he wants to give because like like a father and a child if you if you, you know his your dad wants to give you gifts like presents or, or he wants to bless you his love and i i'll read out my notes okay I'll read up the whole scripture and then I'll read out my notes and what I learned on this sermon and I will send you the link so you guys, if you are going through current trauma or healing or need healing or just some, or you just need some more strengthening with your relationship with God, you go and listen to it, okay? Because God led me to this, so he probably wanted me to share it, okay? So let's read the rest of it. Romans 5, uh, 14. Nevertheless, death reigned from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even over those who did not sin by breaking the command, as did Adam, who is a pattern of the one to come. But the gift is not like the trespass, for if many died by the trespass of one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to the many? Honestly, he was preaching a bit fast so i only got a couple of like messages but honestly like a couple of like revelations that that god spoke to me through but honestly god was speaking throughout the whole 50 minutes but he he spoke quite fast so i only caught like a few glimpses of things but honestly i will have to really listen to the sermon because it's called dysfunctional families and there's like it's a series 
So if anything, you, you guys go on the website. I'll send you the website. I'll send you the link. Click on it. Buy it. You, you have to purchase it through the app, but it's free. You don't have to buy. You don't have to like pay any money. It's free, but it's like you have to like buy it through the website to listen to the MP3. You can't just like download it. You have to like um, buy it. But buy it, and, but it's free if you get one. Um, and then he'll get, and then you can you can uh, buy lots more sermons for free. Um, and this is this is why I really like sermons like this is that the fact that they break down the scripture help you ex- help you understand it more instead of just giving you the scripture and then moving on, you know. So I like I like sermons like this because the fact that you know when you feel like God is trying to speak to you, trying to um, talk to you through something. Even though when you're looking through like a sermon or something relatable to your life, your current life, you know, you want answers, you want help. God will meet you there and he will actually, um, you know, even when you're just scrolling through stuff. Obviously, it's not by just accident or chance or coincidence that you're searching from that for that thing. It's like God placed it in your heart and he'll, he'll help you give you that website or a sermon related to uh, what you're currently going through. Anyway, I'm going to just continue reading. I can't remember where I was at now. I'll just continue reading Romans 5.15 again. But the gift is not like the trespass. For if many died by the trespass of one man, how much more did God's grace and the gift that came by the grace of one man, Jesus Christ, overflow to many? Nor can the gift of God be compared with the result of one man's sin. The judgment followed one sin and brought condemnation. But the gift followed many trespasses and brought justification. For if by the trespass of one man death reigned through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ? Consequently, just as one trespass is resulted in condemnation for all people, so also the one righteous act resulted in justification and life for all people. For just as though the disobedience of the one man the many were made sinners so also through the obedience of the one man the many will be made righteous okay then you know what i'll continue reading the rest of it because it's it's very relatable the law was brought in so that the trespass might increase but where sin increased grace increased all the more so that just as sin reigned in death so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through jesus christ our lord amen to that Sorry, for some reason the, the message doesn't stop recording. But um, yeah. Anyway, um, I'm gonna read. Re- I'm gonna read the notes. But there was just something that oh that I really need to share because it's in my it's in my it's in my mind. I really need to like bring it up. But I don't know how to explain. There was another scripture. You were talking about Ephesians. Something about um. I need to search it up. Like for grace, is it the Ephesians? For grace, you have been saved. by works is it ephesians yeah ephesians 289 this is what he was also reading for it is by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not from yourselves it is the gift of god not by works so that no oh sorry so that no one can boast right so now these are my notes okay um by the way before like he goes to the sermon he reads out 12 questions and he said either like respond with yes or no and if most of those ones those questions that he read out and you said yes to it's more likely you're a dysfunctional family and most of my answers were yes and two no's 
Oh, I, or an I don't know. There's one I don't know, and there was two no's. So, um, then there was one question about, um, it was like, I think it was like the one, two, three, four, five, the sixth question. I said yes, 100%, about like, you have a hard time uh, distinguishing your emotions or your feelings or something to people, like telling your emotions, you're expressing your emotions and fears to people or something all the time, all the time, because you're worried like how they will react, respond. Um, and then you'll get that emotional hurt and stuff like that. I mean, I'm recently going through something like that with a friend. So, anyway, right, this is what I got from the, from my notes. But I'll read out my notes. But you guys might have different notes. And also, do share your notes if you want to through my email. So, this is what I felt like God was saying. But God was speaking to me so much, I couldn't write them all down because, like, He went on to the next topic to the next topic. It was like. He was preaching so fast, I was like, hang on a minute, you know. <laughs> but I was so good, right? And I need to, want, if I get more of a, a thing that I want to share with you guys, um, that I'll definitely post it because I think this will definitely help you guys. I feel like most of us are going through so much crap down there and we need to uplift one another and obviously it will give us hope for when Christ comes back, he'll literally kill all the sin. He'll bring his children back to his home, you know, and we won't have to face just trauma, the sadness, the pain anymore. Like, you know, he's coming back, and that is what I've been learning at church that we have hope in him. Even now, we have hope in him. So keep going and keep fighting, you amazing warriors of Christ. Yeah, don't be a warrior, but be a warrior, you know, in Christ. Yeah. Okay, so I wrote down, we. He was the man that was preaching. His name is uh, Chip Ingram, I think. Yeah, his website came up when I searched like that thing on Google. Uh, I called it Christian Google now, you know. <laughs> Even though we should ask God, not Christian Google. But there's, but to be honest, Google is is all sorts in there. So I don't even know if, if Google even is a gender. And we're not going to go down there. Anyway, um. So I said, so I wrote down, we pass on the dysfunction. When you're inside a system, you can't see the system. Uh, you sponsor someone else to get healthy. Everyone gets a choice how you respond to the background or family you get out of. It's how you respond. There you go, disobedience, following its desires and thoughts, sin goes back to our first parents. The gospel is also good news if you face the bad news. This, your, um, uh, these are just little bullet notes. Disconnected from relationship with the creator, transgressions, going the wrong way, how you live, lifestyle, his ways of this world by the lust of the, the ways of this world by the lust of the flesh, greed, and selfishness by the enemy, disobedience by truth, by God, objects by wrath. God is loving, holy, and just. Uh, he was literally just like zooming through the whole thing, and it was just like slow down i need to write the rest of what you said you know so that's why um, it's like bullet points and sometimes i used to do i used to write bullet points um during sermons before because can't really get the full thing um so you either like sermons are either like two hours or an hour or maybe 15 minutes some sermons can last for ages and i just don't understand why you were talked about yourself for at least five hours like what is the point and some of the sermons are watered down, but we're not going to go, f- we're not, we're not talking about that subject. So that was, so I quoted Romans 5.12, I think that's what I read. 
and then it goes talking about like your sin um so he also immediately mentioned something that i'm sort of praying about so uh, i had like a disagreement with a friend um and i've said some things so i was hurt i said some things and obviously i knew that it wasn't the right way to go and i needed help and advice so i went and asked someone else but i wasn't sure if they were like like christian you know so i needed spiritual advice but i think it was a medium of bias you know um and i thought that i was like gossiping about it and i just felt really bad but they were like no you're not gossiping you're just opening up to how you how you feel about the situation sometimes stuff like that can get messy and obviously we just need guidance in all of it you know anyway so i wrote hurting others god gets upset or what he said god gets angry about the things like that you know um and I went, love how the Bible is open on the same chapter. Separation from God, this is why. So it's not about your family or people in the world. Um, it's separated from God because of the sin. Um, now that this is why. And then he talks about scapegoats. So I think there's a bit of like narcissism talked about as well. Um, and there's certain um, siblings in my family that are actually treated as golden children like you know lots of praises lots of um you know just praises and stuff and you can tell like they're like the golden child like they're the favored you know they're like the favorite child if you get what i mean you know there's always good stuff said about them but obviously in the past when they were younger they said oh yeah they're probably spoiled this and that they're moody this and that but like when they're older and they've done this or they've passed a driving test and they say, oh yeah, you'll pass, you'll do amazing. Yeah, like praises on that person. But yeah, everyone else is just treated like, in general, like moody or, you know, like not nice, you know, whoever's been through that. So then I wrote, who's my daddy? Je- Jehovah Jireh, Jesus is Lord, Holy Spirit. Um, Sounds like my friend's story. The church never talks about dysfunctional families. This is what I need. God will help me find it. He knows what's going on at home. A life without crisis and crisis. That's a quote me and my friend says when we evangelize together. Um, maybe we can evangelize. Jesus broke the cycle of dysfunction. It goes so much more deeper than just believing in Jesus. Ephesians and then I forgot the scripture. So I just put Ephesians. Death, disobedience, objects of wrath. That's what you were saying. He intervened, dead spiritually, raised us up. Need more spiritual understanding. The spiritual analogies in big capital letters because it's so weird how I mentioned something like about parent parent relationship, you know, God, uh, dad and daughter, you know, that he gives gifts to his kids because he loves them, right? I was saying this. I no, you know what, guys? I will put that. What, what I was saying to this lady when she was she was handing out cups of tea at church. And she was like, wow, you should literally preach that. You're literally preaching. I'm like, I've just, well, what I've learned, you know, just learned. And she was like, it's like the Holy Spirit was speaking through you. I went, well, I said that was the Holy Spirit speaking through me. But she was like, you should really, like, do some preaching or something. So I was like, okay, voice note what we just said, because that sounded amazing. Like, when she said it back to me, you know, so I put that. And it it sounds exactly like what is mentioned in this sermon just so timely like so like relatable and also when the man was sharing about um someone's porn addiction or something and and then that like things like that 
and it's also like relatable in some parts of my life as well you know we're not we're not afraid to like open up about things like that and why should we because god sees everything he sees what you're hiding he knows your secrets so and it makes you feel like you can trust god more with that side of your life that no one really knows about that things you hide the things you do like self-harm or ways to get relief like it could be drugs or whatever and you're ashamed of it god isn't he understands and he knows why you're doing it okay um yeah so said this um right yeah yeah they don't understand who they are mercy someone gives you what you deserve grace and then he said the meaning of grace but i didn't write it and um, right, it was just like preach 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 no like super fast <laughs> struggle with the goodness of god which book he mentioned a book something about struggling with the goodness of god but i'm not sure view of god changes finds happiness and joy in the blessing of his people he's eager to be friends with us god is good that has something inside of him and wants to bless you we said this yesterday it was jesus saying your your past casting pearls before spine no i mentioned that yesterday as well um yeah mentioned that on sunday with a friend the hero is jesus gives people hope depend on jesus only salvation by grace we have been saved good work for me to walk in what find work of art unique piece of art that has been redeemed he saved and seated you in heavenly places new life he's got a job for you it's a journey renew your mind this is bringing so much peace god wants to use all things together for good make you like jesus romans 8 to 8 helping others who say wait helping others who he says you are do the good work worthy of his grace you love my family lord you want to help them through me you trust me so there we go uh if any of that spoke to you or if any of that any if anything god spoke to you um do let me know um yeah and also do listen to that sermon guys because god might speak he will speak he will speak to you if you're going through stuff like this you know if you're going through chaos or whatever in your life like i bind that in in your life in jesus name and i'll pray peace over your life in jesus name um i'm gonna close now and pray over you guys who are listening and um yeah do let me know if god if god spoke to you through this through this um message okay and he certainly did to me because when i when i stopped playing the voice note like the sermon i literally felt like presence of god in my room and i actually started crying because he just opened my eyes about a load of things okay um let's go right heavenly father thank you so much for bringing us this word and helping us find this sermon about dysfunctional families and that um we can learn how jesus is an amazing gift like he gave this gift for free himself for free to die for our sins and our past and our craziness and our dirty lifestyle that we can have a renewed renewed mind with him and that we can always try again that your mercy is new every morning that we can try again with you and that we don't have to define ourselves or we don't have to say like oh i worked and this and that because we are saved by grace through faith and we walk by faith not by sight and that we don't have to work so much to earn your approval that you already love us unconditionally anyway and that 
you know, we want to have that close relationship with you, we want to be honest with you, we want to tell you our issues, our problems, our burdens, you know, our sorrows, our joys, we want to give you thanks in all of those areas of our lives, Lord, we just want to give these all up to you, and we want to serve you wholeheartedly and not leave anything out, um, may your will be done, Lord, in our lives, in our listeners' lives, in our friends' lives, in our family's lives, Lord, have your way in our lives, Lord. Just surrender every problem, every issue, every pain, every hurt, every betrayal, any unforgiveness, any bitterness, Lord. We just surrender it all up to you right now in the name of Jesus. We just ask for your peace, Lord, in the sound mind, that you haven't given us the spirit of fear. Please, Holy Spirit, work in our lives. Please protect us from all evil intentions, evil motives from people, evil, just evil minds, Lord. Just protect us and we bind that, we bind the works of the enemy in Jesus' name. Lord, please just have have your way in our lives and please send your angels to protect us right now um, and may we be cleansed by the blood of Christ. And we seal up this prayer up in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Um, I really hope this message blesses you and um, let me know what you think. And also have just a blessed day and a blessed week and may the presence of God be with you. Take care, guys.
child who's longing to believe. So to my own soul I will preach. Oh. Trust that God will fight for you.